Hey, 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 what's going on out there? How are you guys doing? Thanks for tuning in. You're now listening to the YFYI podcast. I am your host, Sonny D. Thanks for being here. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the YFYI podcast. This is where you come to get your mind right, get your money right, get your learn on so you can get your earn on. This is the YFYI podcast. And this would be episode number 127. 127. Thanks for being here. If you're a new listener, thanks for tuning in. If you're a repeat listener, repeat listener, thanks for being back in the place to be. Excited to talk to you guys. Got a few things on the agenda for today that have been just going on in my mind as I'm navigating my year in the beauty industry. Not my first year in the beauty industry, but another year in the beauty industry. And if this is your first year, you know, I'm here to I'm here to give you the good news, but also give you the real news. Not here to sugarcoat, not here to make you think it's gonna be a cakewalk, because it definitely is not going to be a cakewalk. 2005, I decided to make the journey into the beauty industry after trying a few different careers, some legal, some not, and learning some hard life lessons along the way. Finally found my way to what would become the industry that I would reside in for my career. Never really thought it would be in the beauty industry, a career in the beauty industry. Never really, it just kind of, you know, it manifests in its own weird kind of way. I embraced it. I've been running with it and I've been hard charging at it since 2005, going to school. Here we are, 2018. So I guess this uh, November, let's see, January 2005. So that would be this January would have been 13 years since I started school. I graduated school in November. So this November will be 13 years since I graduated school and started working in my first job, which was in a salon during the day. And then I started teaching at the new Paul Mitchell School in Tampa at night. Wow, 13 years. A lot has happened. You know, in 2009, I decided to venture out on my own and start my own company. And here I am now, you know, nine years later from 2009. October will be the ninth year coming up on, I guess, right? October, let's see, 2009, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Yeah, 18. Yeah, October 2009 will be nine years since I started my journey as an owner. The Salon 1.0, rocking a 1.0 t-shirt today. For all of you guys that are watching on the video version of the podcast. Oh yeah, that's right. Did I tell you that? Oh yeah, I think I did. We have YFYI podcast in video form. Going up on the YouTube channel. I think like my YouTube, it's like... Sunny D is my name, but I think on YouTube, I want to say it's like the youtube.com forward slash. I think it's like S-D-E-E. I got to th- I gotta see if I can change that. It's not that easy to find. But if you want to watch the YFY podcast, you can do so on YouTube. We did our first interview of our, we're starting to profiling our 1.0 team members, the cast of 1.0. Starting to do that. And we did our first, well, I did my first interview with one of our team members. 
Annie, you can follow her at Annie P as in Peter 1.0 on Instagram and <clears throat> did that interview. The audio version is coming up. The video actually sound quality is okay. It's not the best, you know, working on a few things, but there is a video interview already posted on the YouTube channel. <clears throat> so if you want to check that out, go on to uh, YouTube and look for the YFY podcast. And that's episode 126 with Annie P 1.0. That went up a couple days ago. Got to sit down with her and kind of talk. And as I profile all the team members, talk to them and talk to her like I did on this interview, origin story, kind of where they're at in their career, where they're going. So you can kind of get to know them. I'll feature you know, all of them one by one. I'll be doing these interviews <clears throat> and I'll be, <clears throat> excuse me, weaving these into the podcast over the next several months so you guys can get to learn a little bit of the kind of people that I'm collecting at the salon 1.0 you know and I really do look at it as a collection of people I look at it as you know who do you want to hang around you know you try to find people that you want to hang around you try to find people that you enjoy working with because you're going to be around these people and you know if you're either working in a salon or you're opening a salon the best thing you can do is try to find, you know, people that you like to be around. And it doesn't always work out that way, you know. Sometimes people they they say one thing, it's kind of like talking their, you know, talking your way into <clears throat> a club if you were ever if you've ever done that, right? If you're underage or something, maybe you had a fake ID or or maybe there's an event, you you weaseled your way in, right? Then you got in and then either you didn't fit in, you didn't like where you're at, they didn't like you, there was a bad vibe, and then you got out. You know, sometimes that happens in businesses too. You get in a place and it's like not the right fit. We, you know, at our salons, we have like a 90-day, kind of like we call it an introductory period where we get to feel people out. And during that 90-day period, we find out more about them, they find out more about us. And then sometimes, you know, well, well before the 90 days, we find out, you know what, this isn't really a good fit. Peace, see ya, good luck, or <clears throat> we find out it's a great fit. And then people, you know, that are working with us, they continue to, you know, prosper, they continue to, to grow and flourish and have great careers um, and, and really, you know, be positive contributing members to our team to our movement and you know some people it doesn't work out like that you know I'm going to talk a little bit about that today and just on when you approach that salon and you approach that company and the way you approach your job you know your approach is everything and you know I want to get into that a little bit today as I'm, I'm looking out now because as our company's grown over these last nine years nine years ago it was one salon with a couple of people and now fast forward, here we are, you know, at our fifth salon going on a hundred. And I say that because that's kind of like my North Star, the macro is, you know, having a, a hundred salons. Why a hundred? Initially, when I thought about that number a hundred, um, really what that number was was it was a it was coinciding with the number of like Paul Mitchell schools. We work with Paul Mitchell as a brand and that's you know our main product, that's what we carry. So and Paul Mitchell Schools started opening. And they opened at a hell of a clip and got to 100 real quick. <laughs> and I said, you know what? I'm going to open 100 
Paul Mitchell Focus Salons to be able to have a place for graduates to come and flourish and, you know, to take them beyond the school training and even really beyond just hairdressing and beyond hairstyling. Because in our company, we're developing people, not just hairstylists. You know, we're trying to give people skills that they can take and use beyond just what you can do behind the chair. And so that's really where the number 100 came from initially. You know, it was really just to coincide with the number of schools that were out there. Realistically, though, as I'm looking at the company today and as the company is developing, I think that we'll probably open way more than 100 salons. Because for two things, one is we're going to be global and two, there's more there's a need, not a need for more salons, but a need for more salons doing what we're doing, doing what we specialize in, which is taking people from school and developing them beyond just hairstyling, but developing them into their professional self. You know, and that that's hair, that's business, that's finance, that's physical for some, it's spiritual for others, it's personal. Like we have people that go through some serious growing pains. So it's really about personal development even more so than it is about career development, which I think is awesome. And I have a blast doing it, working with people and doing that. The crazy part is, you know, initially, probably like most companies, when you start the company, you don't realize the business that you're actually in until you're actually in it. And then you figure it out and you're like, oh, this is the business I'm in. I thought I was in something else. You know, so that's where, you know, that's where the number came from. And, you know, we're on our way. And for those of you guys that are out there that are wondering, is this career for me? Is this the career that I thought it was going to be? You're not sure. If you're wondering, Come sit down with me. I'll talk to you. I'll look you in the eyes and I'll give you an honest answer. Because some people, you know, I can I can look at them in, in 10 seconds and know, hey, you made a mistake. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. You made a mistake. And it's hard sometimes hearing that. But wouldn't you rather know sooner than later if you had made a mistake and you were in the wrong field or going the wrong direction? Or do you want to be going that way for a year, two years, only to realize, oh, I got it. I got a U-turn, or I'm in the whole, in the entirely wrong neck of the woods, not even close to my destination. What do you think? Would you rather find out sooner, or would you rather find out later? I'd say find out sooner. I'd say find out sooner. You know, so we're developing people, and hopefully, you know, what we're doing is helping them find that those kinds of things out. Find out that, yep, they're really into it or nope, they're not into it or they thought they were into it or it's not what they thought it was and they want it to be something else. So we're, we're working on all of those things. So moving on, let's, let's keep on moving. So yeah, we got the videos going on. So if you guys want to watch the podcast, watch it. Um, if you want to listen to it, keep listening to it. But here's the question that I have for you guys today. This is what I need to know. This is what I need to know. Do you think that in today's workforce, there is a an epidemic going on 
called I don't know if we want to I don't know if the, the epidemic has a name but do you think that there's an epidemic going on when it comes to people having a work ethic now when you hear the word work ethic you got to think, okay, what exactly does that mean? So we go to our trusty friend, the Googler, and we put in the word work ethic. And what comes up is the principle that hard work is intrinsically virtuous or worthy of reward. The principle that hard work is intrinsically virtuous or worthy of reward. Hmm. Work ethic. Wikipedia says work ethic is a belief that hard work and diligence have a moral benefit and an inherent ability, virtue, or value to strengthen character. Hmm. If you take a look into Wikipedia a little bit more, there are factors. So here, factors are. One, goal-oriented actions. It is not about making plans or the next logical steps. It's about getting things done so that the work invested wouldn't be counterproductive. These are factors of good work ethic. Two, prioritized focus. Focusing on qualitative activities that a person is capable and in areas where they can make a difference or a high impact based on objectives. Three, factors of good work ethic. Being available and reliable. Spending time on the work and building oneself up for the task. Four, conscientious. Conscientious. Con How do you say that word? Conscientious. Conscientious. A desire to do a task well. Being vigilant and organized. Five, creating a rewarding routine slash system. Engaging in tasks that provide strength and energy, which can be transfer, transferred to your ultimate goals. Creating a habit and a habitat for success. Six, embracing positivism. Shape a problem with the statement, good action problem. Example, I'm tired and it is time for a workout leads to good workout tired. Good workout tired. I don't even know what that even they're trying to say here. <clears throat> Last part here. Negative work ethic is a behavior of a single individual or a group that has led to a systematic lack of productivity, reliability, accountability, and a growing sphere of unprofessional, unhealthy relationships. Uh. <clears throat> wow. So work ethic. Do you think there's an epidemic of poor work ethic going on? Do you think that you have a good work ethic? Do you think that you are reliable? Do you think that you are available? Do you think that you're spending time on work building yourself up for the task? Do you think you have a desire to do a task well? Do you think that you're goal-oriented? Your actions are goal-oriented. Do you think you're prioritized and focused? I want you guys to hear these words and think about these words because I see it from the school level. I see it into the salon level. 
and I, it's not even in, in our industry, it's in all industries. I talk to other owners, I talk to other managers, I talk to other employees, employers, doesn't matter. It's in all industries. And what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing even within our own company is that people want the rewards, they want the sizzle, but they don't want to necessarily cook the steak. So what does that look like? That looks like showing up barely on time. That looks like calling out of work because you got a hangnail, you got a headache, you got a sore throat, you got a whatever, an ingrown hair in your ass. That looks like leaving early. That looks like can't stay late. That looks like just kind of going through the motions. So and it's and it goes it goes like it goes down like that. And then what do you think? Here's what happens. Then you're not as motivated to be there. But where does that come from? Is that your ability? Do you not have the ability to do the job to perform at the level that you need to perform at? Does it come down to your reliability? Does it come down to your focus? Does it come down to your prioritizing? Does it come down to embracing positivity? Does it come down to goal orientation? I think that's a huge one. Because if you have targets, if you have specifics, if you know what your mission is, you know the direction that you're trying to go in, you know what you're working towards. Now, if you don't have that, you know, if you're in a, in a company and that's really all it is, going through the motions, and you don't have that, then it's probably going to become easy to either have a lack of work ethic, have a diminishing work ethic, have a low quality work ethic, or any of the above. But hear this, and, and know this is for sure, a lack of work ethic, a low quality of work ethic, a diminishing work ethic, all leads you to the same road. And that road, I promise you, isn't the road to success. That road, I promise you, isn't the road to your fortune, isn't the road to your career advancement. So you have to make a choice. When it comes to work ethic, you have to make, actually you have to make a couple of choices when it comes to work ethic. The first choice you have to make is, do I want to be here? That's the, that's the biggest one. You make that choice, the rest is easy. Because if you make the choice, do I want to be here? And the choice is absolutely, yes, I want to be here. Then the rest becomes easy because then the rest, what the rest looks like is, okay, so what are my goals? What are my targets? What's my immediate target? You know, you're thinking about the target. And, and you said you want to be here making sure like where I'm at, where you're at, is this going to help lead me towards that target? Is this going to help put me onto that target? One of the big things you have to consider is 
if where you're at's not going to lead you to the target. You know, if you're on the if you're trying to get to downtown, but for whatever reason, for whatever reason, which I don't know, maybe you don't even know, you're trying to get to downtown and you got on the bus, and the bus that you got on isn't going downtown. <laughs> guess what? You're gonna have a little. You're gonna have a little problem there. If you're trying to get to downtown and the bus that you got on is going uptown, guess what? You're gonna have a little problem there. And then, are you gonna get mad at the bus driver? And if you're supposed to be downtown at a certain time, are you going to blame it on the bus driver? Did someone drag you on the bus? Did someone put, you know, put their put a gun to your head and tell you to get on the bus? Did someone did someone handcuff you, blindfold you? Somehow trick you to get on that bus? Probably not. I probably think that you didn't get you didn't get on that bus because someone put a gun to your head. So if you found out you were on the wrong bus, you know, what would you do? You're going to sit there and ride it all the way? You know, that happened to me. I was in Atlanta. I got on the wrong train, you know, and as soon as it went past, one stop past that I didn't recognize, like I knew, okay, this the other train goes to all these stops and then it went to this this next stop. I was like, oh shit, I'm on the wrong train and I got off immediately. I wasn't trying to sit around and wait and see where it was going to go because I already knew it was going in the wrong direction. So if you find out, you know, if you ask that question, do I want to be here and you get a resounding yes, is this taking me in the direction I want to go and the answer is yes, then you have the recipe right now and the next thing what you have to do is you have to start your application. You have the recipe. If you find out right away that it's not the right bus. It's not going to take you to the promised land, if you will. It's not going to take you to the place that you want to go. If you find that out, then mazel tov. Get the hell off the bus. But those those are two things that you want to find out right away. Because once you find those out, you find out, yep, I'm on the right bus. Yep, it's going in the right direction. Now you can now you can make some decisions. Now the decisions you can make are, you know, how am I going to show up every single day? How am I going to show up? Because you have a choice how you show up every single day. You have a choice whether you show up with, you know, a positive attitude, whether you show up with a negative attitude. That's actually your choice every single day. You get to decide that. No one no one gets to, you know, take that away from you. <clears throat> no one gets to deny you of how you show up. Like like you can they can say and people can say anything, they can whatever whatever, they can try to do whatever they want to try to do to you. But at the end of the day, you get the choice is yours. You get to decide how you show up every single day. And that's a beautiful choice to have. Because when you show up with like your best attitude, you show up, you got a smile on your face, you show up, you know, you're like, you're ready to crush it, whatever it is. You're ready to crush it every single day. That's how you decide to show up. I'll tell you what's going to happen. What's going to happen, it's not going to be, it's not going to be a surprise for some of you to hear this. 
But what's going to happen is, and especially, you know, you know, for some people, they got like an issue, right? You got an issue with somebody you work with. You got an issue. They, they don't know how to act or whatever the case may be. They're really pissing you off. They're like, they're like, they're like one, one step away from you, like wanting to punch him in the face, right? So that's what's been going on at your, at your, your place of employment. And you're not sure like how to deal with them. Well, guess what I would do? I would start, I would, honestly, here's what I would do. I would take a little uh, examination. I would just take a little examination, take a look and see and ask yourself, like, how am I showing up every day? How am I showing up every day? Am I showing up every day like, you know, I've got the best attitude, I'm in the best mood, do I have some external, you know, crap that might be going on? Do I have some external issues that might be happening that have my mind a little bit out of focus? Is my focus where it needs to be? You know, because you have to decide, how am I going to show up every day? Am I goal-oriented? When it gets in, you come, we're coming back, Right? to these factors of good work ethic. Am I goal-oriented? Do I have my targets for the day? You know, we do something in our company called a daily rundown. And in the beginning of the day, you know, first thing we share is we share some of our victories. Also, what's the target? What's your focus for the day? You should have a focus and a target for every single day. If you're showing up without a goal, you're probably not showing up with your best work ethic. If you're showing up, yeah, you might be showing up, but if you're not showing up with your best work ethic, then technically, you're not really showing up. What's the next thing you got to think about? You know, what are the priorities? So you have the goal, then prioritize focus. Because what happens is when I find when people, if you have, you know, you have some issues, you have some problems going on, there's external things that are happening, they're affecting your mindset. You carry that into everything that you do. You're now, now you're not only cheating the company that you're working in. You're not only cheating the company. You're also you're not only cheating yourself. You're not only cheating yourself. You're cheating the company. You're cheating yourself. You're cheating your teammates. Then guess what? Those problems, wherever those problems are, once they start affecting your mind, they're affecting 360 degrees around you. It's not like those problems are exclusively going to be at work. You're going to take them home with you. And if they're at home, you're going to take them to work with you. Are you ever going to not have problems? No. But when you think about like work ethic, how's it affecting your work ethic? Then it's affecting your productivity ultimately. Right? Then are you as reliable? Probably not. Are you embracing the positivism? Positivism. Probably not. Right? So when you think about that, all of those things start to be affected. When you when you start to have a downward kind of slide. So you have to watch that. And, and the gateway. You know, the gateway is when you start a little, it's always starts small, guys. Everything starts small. First thing is, you know, I started to not dress the part. Like right now in our company, we're doing something called, you know, image and image um image month, right? We do picture day every day during this month of May. We're doing picture day. Everybody takes a picture. We post it on a team page. Head to toast. We see we have a little catalog. And when you know, when you dress up for success, you dress for the part you want. You dress for the job you want, not the job you have, not the parts you have. 
you know, your hair looks good, your makeup looks good, if you're wearing makeup, you, you know, whatever, head to toe. And then we have this library of images. And what these images are saying, not only to yourself, to your other team member, but, you know, to the world, is what you think about the day, right? Especially if you're coming to work first thing in the morning, you're starting your day, it's like letting you know what you think about the day, what your expectations are for the day, how you're carrying yourself throughout the day. And so that's a big one. You know, I think about like image. I think about when you're going in, what are you looking like? What are you feeling like? Those two things go hand in hand. Those two things affect your work ethic. So that's going to be a big one. So now you've got, you've got your decisions that you need to make and you've got your what you need to do from there. So once you make your decisions, you make the decision, A, do I want to be here? Yes. Is this place that can get me to my goals? Yes. I know what my goals are. Yes. Now I need to show up and and leave all the excuses at the door. All the excuses. And I was I was blaming it on I mean I was, you know, when I first started our company, I was blaming I was like, oh yeah, it's it's the younger generation. They got no work ethic. But that shit ain't true. Cause I got younger people, I got older people, I got middle people. I'm not the oldest person in my company, but I'm finding out old and young all got the same shit. It's called excuses. It's not uh it's not reserved for the young people. And I really think it is like get in touch with your goals. If you find yourself getting sick or having a pain in the ass or not showing up on time, having a problem showing up on time, calling in, calling out, anything like that, it's because your goals are not in line with your eyesight. Your mind's not on them, your direction. And ultimately, when your goals are not in line with your eyesight, that's that's part of the problem, right? So your goals are not in line with your eyesight. And once your goals are not in line with your eyesight, you don't have your goals, your targets in your in your line of sight, then your goals are out of your mind. And then if your goals get out of your mind, then you're going through the motions, you're more susceptible to the outside forces, you're more susceptible to sick, tardiness, coming up with some lame ass excuses. So if you find yourself and you think your work ethic is kind of slipping, you think your, your game is not as tight, it's because you took your focus off of your goals. Get your goals back in your line of sight. Get your targets back in your line of sight. Know the mission that you're on. All that other shit will fall to the wayside. And nothing will be able to stop you. But you got to keep that line of sight. You got to keep your eye on the prize, if you will. And when I see work ethic slipping, that's one of the areas that I want to go to. What are your goals in the next 30 days? What are you trying to achieve? What's on your calendar? What are your targets in the next 30 days? What are your targets in the next 60 days? What are your targets in the next 90 days? And it's usually in there when people start to get focused, their whole game starts to come up to the next level. And that's what will happen to yours too. So work ethic. Do you think you have a strong work ethic? Do you think you need to work on your work ethic? Do you think you have a diminishing work ethic? Where are you at right now on the work ethic scale? 
That's that's your homework assignment. I want you to think about that. You know, and I I've been thinking a lot about that as I'm watching. You know, and I'm and I, and the crazy part is, you know, when you see your work ethic slipping, and then but you're you're still like, yeah, you know, I want to do this and I want to do that. It's called bluster. It's called talk. Talk is cheap. Talk is shit. Action is what gets results, not talk. Action. You know, these past couple of days, I'm in the you know salon, you're painting, and you know it's one of the. I mean, I don't like doing it. You know, it's sore. You know, you're using muscles you don't normally use. You know, especially like we got 15 feet, you know, feet of a wall going up. You know, painting that. You know, you got the mess, you got the cleanup. It's work. But guess what gets it done? Work. Work equal, equals work. That's what gets it done. Not talking about it. Oh, you know, pain and this and that. And I was, I was doing the same thing, guys. None of us have mastered this. We all go through certain periods of time where we start bullshitting. We start making up excuses. I'm guilty of it. We all go through it. I was doing the same thing. Talking, talking, talking. But talk is shit. Work equals results. And when you put in the work, you get the results every time. You know, you don't see you don't see someone that's talking about the gym start getting in shape, do you? You know, and people usually that talk a lot about getting in shape and about dieting, they're usually not in great shape and they're usually their diet's not really that great either. <laughs> You know, they're all talk. Talk is cheap. You know, you want to talk to me about it. I don't give a damn about the talk. Show me. And this is what you have to say to yourself. Show yourself. Know to yourself, talk is cheap. Show yourself through the work that you do. Then you'll get the results that you want. Not from talking about it. Not from reading about it. Not from listening to another damn podcast about it doing it so give yourself a little grade on work ethic let me know hit me up in the comments send me a a message on instagram at sunny d 1.0 let me know like where are you at you know i'm i'm behind i'm diminishing i have a strong work ethic where do you think you're at right now and also what are you going to do to even if you think you have got a great work ethic what are you going to do or can you do you know, in the next 30 days to take it to the next level, whatever that next level looks like for you. If you're diminishing, what can you do to get it back on track? If you've, you know, slid and weighed the fuck off, you're off in left field somewhere, what can you do to get it back on track? What excuses can you stop making? What stories can you stop telling yourself and other people around you? What's the real reason? Have a real talk with your real self. What's the real reason that you slid off track? I'm telling you, you guys do this. You know, you, you have to you have to talk to yourself. You have to talk to yourself. Anybody that tells me that they don't talk to themselves, I don't trust them. It's healthy. It's healthy. You're going to be your worst critic. You're going to be able to look yourself in the mirror and say, you know what? You're full of shit. Stop running at the mouth. You'll, you're the one to be able to look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself, you're full of shit. What are you going to do? What are you going to are you having those conversations with yourself from time to time? 
Because ultimately, when it comes to work ethic, if you're gonna put in, if you're, if you got me, you've got those huge goals, you know, you got major targets you're gonna hit, then you're gonna have to get real with yourself and start showing up, taking the work ethic to the next level, putting these things that I talked about today into practice, the factors, the goal orientation, the prioritizing, the the focus, the being available, the creating success, the embracing of positivism. You're going to have to put these things into practice if you're really going to take it to the next level. So I hope you will take this podcast and put it into practice. Share this with somebody that you know, love, care about. Somebody that you think needs a little checkup from the neck up. Somebody that you think, even if it's you, right? You might need to share it with your damn self. And let's all take our work ethic to the next level. Because I'm telling you guys, at that next level, that's where things start to get interesting. That's where things start to get fun. That's where it's going down. So hopefully you'll take this and run with it, guys. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to another YFYI podcast. If you're watching the podcast, thanks for watching. Remember, you can do that. Head over to my YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button so you get a little notification every time I post a new video. Look out for more interviews with my teammates. Coming on to the YFYI podcast, you get to step into their world. Make sure you check out the first one that I just did. It's already on YouTube. Check it out, check it out, check it out. I'll put the link in the... And the notes under this podcast, you can check it out. Get to learn a little bit about Annie P 1.0 at the Salon 1.0. And until next time, guys, just thanks for being here. Check out all our social, what we have going on there. Make sure you follow. Got a lot of interesting things happening over on Snapchat. If you're on Snapchat, I'm at SunnyDEE1 underscore zero. I'm sure you can find it through either my Instagram or Facebook or something like that. But hit me up, any questions, comments, keep them coming. The reviews, keep them coming. You guys that have sent in reviews, you're getting your free t-shirt. Bam. Your YFYI swag. If you haven't got your t-shirt yet, it's only one of two reasons. It's only one of two reasons you don't have your t-shirt yet. The first reason is you haven't left a review for the podcast. That would be one reason you don't have your t-shirt yet. The second reason is you left a review and it hasn't came up in the iTunes store yet. So one of two reasons, I don't know which one it is, but if you don't have your YFYI swag, if you don't have your exclusive iHeart YFYI t-shirt, leave that review on the podcast. As soon as it's live, it takes about 24 hours for that review to be posted. As soon as that review is live, I'm going to send you this exclusive t-shirt. That's the way you're getting it. It'll be in the mail. You give me your t-shirt size. Leave a review for the podcast. And once I see it, it's on its way. So make sure you get your swag. That's the only reason you don't have your swag yet. You ain't left a review yet. That's it. So make sure you do that. Share the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. And I'll look forward to talking to you guys on the next podcast. And remember, this is the YFY podcast. This is where you come to learn how to build your business right once or else you will be doomed to have to build it again. Thanks for listening, guys, and I will talk to you soon. Mm
Some of that. 